Let's Talk, the Bible Fellowship Church devotional podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Continuing going through the book of 1 Corinthians, our passage for today comes from chapter 5, starting in verse 9, which says, I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral people, not at all meaning the sexually immoral of this world or the greedy and swindlers or idolaters, since then you would need to go out of the world. But now I am writing to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name of brother if he is guilty of sexual immorality or greed or is an idolater, reviler, drunkard, or swindler. Not even to eat with such a one. For what have I to do with judging outsiders? Is it not those inside the church whom you are to judge? God judges those who are outside. Purge the evil person from among you. Thank heavens that Scripture is capable of talking about an issue with nuance and context. So much of the problem with our national dialogue today is that we seem to be incapable of moving past the most basic talking points. They just get yelled back and forth between two different sides and people continue to talk past one another. But God, in His infinite wisdom, has given us a book that says something might work in one context and not in another. That in one situation you may want to behave one way, and in another you might want to behave differently. Everyone who is a believer, and many people who are not, are familiar with the scripture that says, Judge not that you be not judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged, and with the measure you use it, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, and do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when there is a log in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. It's Matthew 7, 1 through 5. Which is truth! We are prone to be much harder on others than we are on ourselves. We are prone to prop ourselves up on our judgments of other people's shortcomings. The Christian life should be one of humility and graciousness. Salvation is a gift that we have done nothing to deserve. We have received grace upon grace and should show the same love and mercy to others around us. But that's not all that the Bible says. The same God that loves mercy also loves justice and truth. He is holy, holy, holy and desires righteousness for his people, his bride, the church. And if our passage here in 1 Corinthians 7 is to be believed, that sometimes is going to mean that we need to pass judgment on people in our circle. Before we move on, one point of clarification. Paul is not speaking about our attitude towards people outside the church. Why would we expect people who have not received the love of God to behave as if they had? People outside the family of God are lost like we once were, but for the grace of God. Verse 10 of our passage says, not not at all, meaning the sexually immoral of this world, or the greedy and swindlers or idolaters, since then you would need to go out of the world. In other words, if we had to avoid unbelievers living in unrepentant sin, we literally couldn't go anywhere. Furthermore, when interacting with unbelievers, Jesus was always content to go love first. Take the woman caught in adultery. First, he says, then neither do I condemn you. And only then, go and sin no more. So what does Paul sanction here? Here we are taught that it is our duty as the church to hold one another accountable. And if a person will not repent of blatant sin, then they should be asked to leave our fellowship. 
taking a page from Jesus' book, Paul applies the analogy of leaven. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. So Paul says, get rid of the bad leaven, lest it affect everyone in your fellowship. For one, a church has to look out for its own spiritual health. It's good to have friends that aren't Christians, but if all of your friends aren't Christians, then your spiritual health will suffer. The same goes for a body of believers. If a church tolerates public, unrepentant sin in its people, its spiritual health will suffer. But for another thing, sometimes removing a person from fellowship can be the most loving thing that you can do for them. A little bit earlier than what we read, verse 5 of chapter 5 says this, You are to deliver this man to Satan for the destruction of the flesh, so that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord. Sounds kind of intense, but the point is this. If a person living in sin is able to fully experience the consequence of their actions, to hit the proverbial rock bottom, it might be enough to wake them up to reality, of their need for Christian fellowship, of their need for their Lord, of their need to remove the sin from their lives. If we enable someone to live in rebellion against God, all the while treating them like they are all well and good, we can give them the impression that nothing needs to change that their soul isn't in danger. So, what's the application? A lot of what we talked about applies to churches and church fellowship. How do I live this out as an individual Christian trying to love people well? Sometimes we need to remember that it's not our place to judge. All of us continue to struggle with various sins this side of eternity. Maybe we see a character flaw in a fellow believer, and our place is simply to pray for them and to pray for our own humility and awareness of our own sins that need to be dealt with. However, sometimes the loving thing to do for someone is to speak truth, to speak truth to a friend or a family member living in sin. Listen, I see you spending a lot of time with this woman that isn't your wife. Is everything okay at home? I think you're walking in some dangerous territory, and I love you too much not to address it. Of course, it's never easy to say something like this, and a lot of times it triggers our natural I-don't-want-to-judge complex. But it's not judging to confront someone you care about over legitimate concerns for their soul, for their eternity. Making sure that we do it in grace, truth, and love. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Let's Talk. Join us here every Monday through Friday for more devotions from your BFC teaching team. Join us for our services at 9 and 11 a.m. on Sunday mornings and our online service at 9 a.m. on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. Check out our website at www.bfcsebring.org or our Facebook page at BFC Family for other updates and helpful articles. Church family, you are loved. Have a blessed day.